We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for May 29th, 2017. And next report is entitled, Will There Be a Civil War If Trump Is Impeached? And uh, this starts out by saying, Never before have we seen such a collection of mainstream media outlets to conspire to take a sitting president out of office. Again, this isn't, this isn't up for debate. And this is why I'm, I've been selective on kind of what I'm reporting here because I really want to make sure that whatever I'm talking about here, it can't be debated. You can't debate that that is the case and that they have had a absolute, total, zeroed-in agenda on him ever since he became the front-runner uh, president. It, it, but again, look back at my recent teachings. I haven't given him a Trump a pass either. Okay, so the, the, the hard part is that when you take a stance like I'm taking... It's easier if you're just all in for Trump and say, okay, basically he can do no wrong no matter what. I'm going to overlook everything. That's easier. Because then you just ignore all the negative stuff and you just report on whatever is positive. Or likewise, if I just wanted to report on everything negative, then I have to ignore on all the positives and all the other things that are very, very obvious. The stance I'm taking is harder because I'm really having to ferret and vet out what we're bringing to you this is not up for debate this thing here um the washington post a proven front for the cia which was just the the devils that just brought us the um the last report uh or one of the recent reports that i just told you i'm yeah the the one about the new kushner russian story stokes concerns of westling wing leakers another washington post anonymously sourced hit job Trump dropped on the Trump White House right when he got back after he had momentum. Yeah, these same devils. I mean, it's like, you know, there's <laughs> obviously beyond biased, obviously in the hip pocket of Satan, the Washington Post, a proven front for the CIA, ABC News, CNN, uh, which is another controlled operation and the new york times have presented a uniform front of falsified evidence against donald trump with absolutely no concrete evidence that trump has violated the law and should be impeached and criminally convicted and sentenced yes this is why i don't see how he could be totally on board with a new world agenda if they're having to go through all this rigmarole and they're in such panic mode to get this guy discredited impeached and or assassinated doesn't make sense trump is accused of conspiring with the russians to fix the results of the election he's also accused of leaking intelligence information to the russians further it is, is alleged that trump obstructed justice the evidence for these crimes is absolutely non-existent though there has not been one shred of evidence to support any of these allegations and, and again what what clinton what both clintons hillary when she's been in whatever office she's been in and bill and the bushes what they did on probably an everyday basis would would far exceed anything trump has done even yet but yet that was all ignored that's the bias that we're dealing with here uh the closest that the deep state has come to producing evidence is the word of one man immediately after being fired by trump i'm referring to as james comey and well, just this just came out too about Comey, and I, I can't even keep up with all the all the stuff. But that Comey and Mitzi lied—it's a whole other video, a whole a whole other news report. Um, 
he's been discredited as well. Comey allegedly wrote down content relating to the conversations he had with Trump in which Trump, quote, obstructed justice by telling Comey to stop investigating Flynn. If this were true, Comey would have been required to report this to the Department of Justice immediately, which he did not do, which is to, again, to Sean Hannity's credit, I can remember listening the day this broke, this was the first thing Sean Hannity broke up, brought up. It's like, okay, whoa, 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 let's backpedal here a little bit. If this conversation was supposedly true and he told Trump actually said this, why didn't Comey go immediately to the Department of Justice and report Trump? No, he said on it, supposedly for some type of get-out-of-jail-free card later on if he had to use it, which was criminal if, you know, if he did that, which most likely that didn't even happen. I mean, I just can't imagine Trump would go in there knowing what a devil Comey is and tell him something like that. You know what I mean? I mean, I, the, the fact that he didn't fire him as, as the, the first act of office, that was one of the things that started to really irk me about Trump. All these people that he left in office when obviously they should have been fired first day. Why would, he, why would he tell that to that devil of all people who had tried to basically make sure that he wasn't even elected and was in concert and working with, in concert with Hillary and covering up for her? Makes no sense. Yeah, Trump's going to go in there and, and say something like that to that devil? Come on. Makes no sense. Unless Trump's got like the IQ of a dung beetle or something. Comey, by not reporting the allegation, either obstructed justice or is lying outright. There is no evidence to support these allegations, though. As I said in yesterday's article, the clear intent is to keep Trump and Putin divided because of their expressed common desire to eliminate child sex trafficking from the landscape of government and deep state politics, which goes into the whole pedophile cover-up, okay? He put out an extensive article report on that and made a lot of good points, okay? Again, but I don't want to present that in light that, oh, Trump and Putin are these bastions of morality either because I can't, I can't really go that, there either. It's, it's hard for me to, you know what I mean? But he did bring up some good points about Trump and obviously that seems to be, I mean, the whole Jeff Session thing, potentially going after Anthony Weiner, potentially going after Clinton, all of this is tied in with the pedophile stuff. The child sex trafficking, that's how they get their victims so that they can sacrifice them and torture them and sexually abuse them and mutilate them and then sell their organs off after they've had their way with them and use them in pornographic snuff films, which is what they do with these poor little ones that they're getting. So to me, this is, and I really believe to God, this is of paramount importance that that come out because that is the, I mean... That's the linchpin. That is the deepest, darkest secret that they really, really, really want to hide. That they're, that they're capable, that that's what they do for fun, that that's what they get pleasure in, that that's how they serve their God, Lucifer. They really, really, really want to keep a lid on that one. And I think that's the main reason they're going so hard after Trump and Sessions and the people that are around him that have any semblance of righteousness that will not appear to go along with the agenda of the New World Order. It's the way it appears to me. Um, Putin has also 
made a lot of statements where he's taken a stand. Evidently, it said in the article that Putin had banned, um, I don't know if this is true or not, but that he had banned or at least curtailed adoptions of Russian children to Americans because of all the rampant uh, pedophilia and sex abuse that a lot of times goes on with these overseas adoptions. Which, you know, if that's the case, I can't blame them. You know? While the people of this country live under the mantra of repeating a lie big enough lie and often enough, the people will, and then will come to believe it, which was what we were talking about earlier, the MSM outlets have totally ignored the heinous and serial criminality of Hillary Clinton. Here's just a few things that she's done. Just a few. Illegal, who le- illegally brokered arms deals with 16 nations with terrorist ties and laundered the gifts into the Clinton Foundation through HSBC Bank while James Comey was on the bank's board of directors. So you understand why Comey wanted to protect Hillary. Okay, that's just one little thing that Hillary did with Comey. Also, she illegally sold 25% of the nation's uranium to Russia. I've reported on that before. That's no secret. Okay, which is what you use to make like nukes and stuff. So we want to we want to uh, we want to fuel our main uh, nuclear potential enemy with twenty five percent of our uranium. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> which she did, which is not a mystery, and it it's verifiable. While her husband Bill received overpriced speaking engagements in Russia, see that's how they got paid. Oh, Bill, we want you to come and do a fifteen-minute speech, and we're going to pay you a million bucks. Okay, this is under the guise of how they got paid. Okay, to make it all quote legal like. This is called treason. Like I said, Bill and Hillary are pure evil incarnate they want you and your family dead or at least subjugated as a slave by the way the new york times first reported these allegations involving uranium one as the front company three she illegally laundered all her ill-gotten clinton foundation gains into her presidential campaign Four, the Clinton Foundation stole $2 billion in Haitian relief money. I did a whole report on what they did to the Haitians. It's, it's unbelievable. Just that alone is... I can't even imagine how white hot in hell and then the lake of fire they're going to burn. I just can't even... The, the, the cumulative misery that they have caused worldwide is just incalculable. Just those two devils... I'm not even getting into the Clinton body count like I got into a little bit earlier. But then all the other cumulative misery and deaths they've caused worldwide. And all, all the children that have been raped and sexually abused and then killed. You, you, I, I, I don't have any scope of it. I don't think my mind could handle it if God showed me. I wouldn't even really want to be shown. I don't, I don't think I could bear it. <clears throat> Five. Stored national security emails on her private server... And attempted then to cover it up. That was obviously out in the... But, you know, they always give her free power, you know, nothing, whatever. Doesn't matter what she does. 
And there is a host of other serious crimes that have gone unpunished by the Clintons, but justice is obviously selective in America today. That's an understatement. Because we are playing in a game with no rules, it is important now to, to know if it is important to know that if Trump is impeached, it will solely be based on the strength of fabricated evidence and, in most cases, no evidence at all. I can't disagree with that at this point. I mean, it's very obvious that's the case. In fact, in today's deep state of America, false perception is reality. And remember, I have never seen them with this type of all-my-chips-in attitude. Full desperation mode. Rats on a sinking ship if this stuff with sessions can go through where they really really start getting to the root of the pedophile stuff because i think that's the real thing they're trying to i i've said that a hundred times already but man i think that's why they are in such panic mode and why they're saying the things they're saying and making the stuff i've never seen them like not this bad not this constant not this bad not ever in all my years of ministry opinion rules over facts and intimidation rules over free expression of ideas we have officially entered the nazi germany period of the enabling act if they can pull off pull that off then the guns they will come for the guns next and and then he says a lot of other stuff and you know what the thing with him is that he says this is all going it's like Okay, just lay down and die. No. No. Let's keep fighting. Okay? Let's keep fighting. Let's keep praying. Let's keep trying to educate others. Let's not be so fatalistic. You know, let's not totally dwell on this is going to happen. We're all going to die. For the sensationalism of, oh, I'm going to get more views on YouTube and I'm going to get more views and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be number one story in before it's news or whatever. Uh, that, I start to really detest that. So I will edit a lot of what I'm reading you to try to say, okay, let's keep try to keep our, guy, our eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ and understand he's the one in control. He knew all this was going to happen. The Bible does say evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and, and being deceived, 2 Timothy 2.13, and these types of things. But we are more than overcomers through the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? And no matter where we live or die, as a born-again Christian, an overcoming born-again Christian, we are going to dwell with the Lord Jesus Christ and Father God in heaven forever. So either way, we win. Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Okay? So, anyway, he goes on to say, the First Amendment and the Internet will most likely soon become strangers. That's what they're really, really working on right now. And I just saw tons of evidence of it on the little break I took to, to have a bite to eat between part one and two. Oh, my word. I'm going to play a video later, and it's going to go into this. And I, I just saw it firsthand, and I'm like, I can't deny it. I can't deny it. They're censoring the Internet on a level I've never seen happen before. And they're real sneaky about how they're doing it, too. Because sometimes, now it's all like, oh, you click on a video that's controversial, now sign in. I don't ever sign into YouTube. I don't want them to know whatever. You know what I mean? I don't like to sign in. Normally sign in if there was like, you know, whatever. But now it's like you sign, if it's any kind of video they don't like, sign in. And then, 
even if you or or the what just happened to me uh, on this one video I clicked on is oh this is private. Ha has has the has the um, person that put the video up given you permission and it's a public video. They're obviously playing all these little head games with algorithms, algorithms, and all this other garbage that YouTube is doing. So you do not view the truth. That's what's going on. I couldn't even view the video. It was a Paul Watson video, and it was about the Muslim refugees, of course, because they got to protect the Muslims. And we're going to be talking about that at length, which is the next part of the study. And I, again, I am going to expose these devils as much as I can expose them. And yes, they are a tool of the New World Order, by far. A tool in Satan's hands, 100%. But let's go forward here. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so the First Amendment and the Internet will most likely soon become strangers. George Soros controls the modern-day brown shirts that fate that befell Seth Rich, the guy that turned over the emails to Julian Assange and it was killed, will become standard and will, and with a completely controlled medium. Okay. But again, if we're just going to get that kind of mindset, why don't we just lay down now and do nothing? Why don't we just lay down, stop praying about it, Dave, and do nothing? Why don't we just do that? I cannot stand the fatalistic type of reporting. This is going to happen. You know what? My God created the universe. He could deliver me no matter how bleak it may look. I could have 100,000 New World Order troops out there and nukes aimed at me and... and tanks and whatever and it's all irrelevant because god can still protect me if you have the faith to believe that he can do that but the way and this is my biggest problem with the alternative media and even the ones that call themselves christian is, is that it's so much of the time fatalistic in in resolve to well we're all gonna die God always preserves a remnant. Now, I'm not saying people aren't going to be martyred. I'm not saying people aren't being martyred right now. They're being martyred all over the earth, Christians. And, and I, there's a real good chance I will be. Like I said, absent from the bodies to be present from, with the Lord. So either way, but come on, man. I just think it's, it's, it's important to, to never, like, you know, always, always the hope. You know, to always preserve hope. Hope is important. When you lose hope, you lose your you're gonna lose your desire to even fight evil. That's I guess why I have such a problem with it. Because, and again, Christian or non-Christian alternative reporting, so much of the time is just it paints this unbelievably hopeless picture. And the Bible talks a lot about hope. When you take that away from somebody. You know, it's it's a horrible thing. I don't want to do that to my listeners. I don't want to do that. It's not why I'm here. I'm here to warn, sure. I'm not here to take away their hope. I want to build their faith up. I don't want to take I don't want to take it away. So let's go forward here even further. Uh, this next one. Oh, Congressman Maxine Watt, Congresswoman. I'm sorry. Excuse me for that faux, faux pas. Maxine Waters. Uh, American public is getting weary that Trump is not impeached yet based on nothing, but she's about ready to come unglued. And this is just a typical example of what is going on in the lamestream media every single day. So I'm going to play this clip. This is MSNBC Live. 
um, Maxine Waters being interviewed. aggressive in finding out about all of this. And, and lastly, Congresswoman, uh, on the subject of being more aggressive, you have um, openly talked about the fact that this president um, has put himself in a position where uh, impeachment is on the table. But your party, the Democratic Party, is very reluctant. The New York Times has an article out uh, last week about how hesitant Democrats leadership in particular, and many Democrats are to call for Donald Trump's impeachment. Um, um, in, in, in closing, why do you suppose that is? I don't know what the reticence is, but I know this, that the American public is getting weary of all of these uh, actions uh, without enough being done by the elected officials who they have elected uh, to represent. Who, who, the radical left liberals that have all drank the Kool-Aid, the brainwashed radical left liberals? You should see the comments below this report. It, it's it, not... Every person there does not agree with her. No, there's not one. I, I mean, I mean, I guess I didn't scan down far enough, but I mean, I'm not saying there's nobody that doesn't agree with her, but it's like only the ones stupid enough to believe the mainstream media news narrative and the ones that just hate Trump from the fact that they're liberals and are whatever, with whatever radical devil agenda they're pushing, are the ones that are, are mad that he hasn't been impeached yet. But again, based on what? Nothing? supposed russian allegations that's all they've got at this point yet according to this devil this should have happened you know two three months ago sent them i believe that this man has done enough for us to determine that we can connect the dots that we can get the facts that will lead to impeachment i believe there was collusion i think we have enough information about the meetings about the lying about those meetings to help us to understand that something was going on there was interaction there and certainly i believe it was collusion but if they just do that and, and again i just read you a very small list of what Hitlery did in just a you know few year period or whatever and that's just part of her her war crimes and her crimes that she committed against humanity and yet that goes totally stinking ignored and this is the main fo this is the best they can do these devils and again, this is why I say, I mean, I could do nothing but pray against a vessel of Satan like this, knowing that her agenda is totally 100% satanic and that she 100% represents Satan. And there is no doubt in my mind about that. She is a satanic, demon-possessed vessel of Satan that will be cast into the lake of fire. I do not believe a person like this is redeemable. I don't even know if this devil's human. I don't know. I don't know how much that's infiltrated. And I've done a lot of reports on that, as you know. These are vessels of Satan fit for destruction, meaning prepared ahead of time, as the Bible says. Work and do their job. They will find out it was collusion. And I believe this president should be impeached. I don't care uh, what others say about it's too soon. We don't know. We think. I think that they're letting the American public down by not delving deeper into what is going on with Jerry Kushner and this back-channeling about the lies and his failure to disclose that he had had these meetings. The mm -hmm. same thing with Sessions, failure to disclose. Now remember, this just broke again. As soon as he got back, they had to restart the narrative up. 
Jared Kushner with the back channels. We're going to see how that all plays out. I don't know. Because I don't trust Kushner on far I can throw him. I wouldn't be one bit surprised to see him backstab Trump, fully backstab him. I mean, like, totally. Right out in the open. Um, Trump might be blinded by the whole family thing. I don't know. I don't know. Kushner's evil. You know? And um, I believe Ivanka's very evil as well. And they're all, they're both on the same agenda. Again, I reported on that. If you don't believe it, just go view the last reports that I've done on this. I'm not saying Trump couldn't turn out that way. I'm not saying that. I have not given him a free pass either. Okay? Uh, All I know is that it is very obvious they are foaming at the mouth to get him out of there. And if he was on board with them and then if he had the same agenda with them, why would they be doing that? Why? It doesn't make any sense. About the meetings, what more do we need? What yeah. more do we well, need? Pulling no punches. I know, just so many smoking guns. Waters. Thank you so much for being here. You devil from the pit of hell. So many smoking guns there. I mean, you know, it's unbelievable. No proof whatsoever, but she, because she wants it. That's all that really matters. It doesn't matter if there's no evidence. It, it matters not. It, it, she could care less. Reams and reams and reams of, of, of verifiable evidence, evidence against Obama, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, the Bush, all of them, none of that mattered. None of that account, none of that was evidently valid. Only what they want to spoon feed us is valid. Anything they're trying to spoon feed us, anything they've got, they're, they're so adamant about like this. You know it's a lie. You know there's some gigantic reason why they're trying to implement it, obviously. So let's go forward here. Here's the next video. And um, it's go- it's going to be we're going to be looking at the summer of rage, mass riots in July, which are planned here. All signs are pointing to a summer of rage that could see nationwide anti-Trump protests boil over into full-blown violent riots. The deep state, the Democratic Party, establishment Republican insiders and the mainstream media are all hysterically pushing the notion that Trump is illegitimate, that impeachment proceedings are inevitable, that Trump committed a crime by blocking Comey's FBI investigation, despite the fact that Comey admitted under oath that no FBI investigations have ever been blocked. A situation where we were told to stop something for a political reason, that would be a very big deal. It's not happened in my experience. But facts don't. That was Comey you were, you were hearing. So in other words, he's saying something and then he's backing it up straight out of the horse's mouth. These are things that I like because they're verifiable. We're actually getting confirmation right on the spot. This isn't some kind of wild speculation. Matter. Narrative matters. And the narrative is clearly to manufacture a constitutional crisis followed by a coup d'etat. This will radicalize the violent alt-left to engage in massive domestic disorder emboldened by the belief that they are bravely resisting an actual tyrant. The left badly wants to remove Donald Trump from office, not with votes in the next presidential election, as you typically see in working democracy. This is Tucker Carlson on Fox News, and again, it's just one of the... They're, they're eliminating people on Fox, you know, to, to try to, you know, again, and it's just like what they're doing to Trump, what they're, they're trying to do alternative media, um, just pick us off one at a time. I'm really surprised he's even still on here at this point. Uh, but yeah, he's actually one of the few that seems to be reporting on truth here. Now, I'm not saying the guy's perfect, but I mean, 
he's, he's actually reporting on a subject like this, which is becoming more and more rare by the day. But they want to remove him right now, today. Indeed, the left has grown so impatient, much more than ever, that it is now unable to acknowledge the basic legitimacy of any government act they disagree with. Every executive order is a new opportunity to demand massive resistance to the law itself. When could the flashpoint take place? See, it's like the left are like such... It's like they're little five-year-old immature brat crybaby devils that are just stomping and foaming at the mouth because they're not getting their way and they want their way now. And I don't mean just the high politicians like this Maxine Water lady or Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama. And these. I'm talking about like the liberal left in, in, in the, in the uh, well, the millennials, the ones in the colleges, the, the Black Lives Matter, the, you know, you could go on and on and on, the feminazis, the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, you know, all of, all of the wicked movements in America that are on the left, they're the ones that are like this. You know, a different set of rules they believe applies to them, you know, than anyone else. They need to what, they want what they want and they want it now. It's like Burger King. So the New York Times reports, quote, liberals are planning a series of nationwide protests on July the 2nd known as impeachment marches to increase the pressure. In preparation for this, leftists are attending summer resistance camps generously bankrolled by the DNC. Is this the day when the Soros-controlled agitators will be activated to cause mayhem? Now, beneath all of this, which is it's the monster under the bed, it's the threat of violence. At this stage, only the fringes are calling for that, but the rest of us know it's there. We can feel it. Sometimes, especially recently, we can see it. And that is the end. See, they had their agenda pushed back. Remember what I had said about the end of April, start of March? The, the pro, they hadn't got things whipped up into enough of a froth and a frenzy by that point. Okay, So they had to push the agenda forward more. Now it's been pushed back into the summer. They weren't where they wanted to be on the Trump impeachment agenda train quite yet. So they're 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 biding their time in there. And again, it's just the same narrative repeated over and over every day. Trump, Russia, Trump, Russia. Trump, and it's just fueling the left who didn't need a reason anyway. They hated his his guts just because of the platform he ran on from the very beginning. And it's fueling them and just giving them more whatever fuel for their fire. And so this is what their, it seems like their agenda is. End or the beginning of it. Violence is what separates politics from war. It's the point where hurt feelings become dead bodies. The point at which countries become ungovernable. Rally organizers have made it clear they literally think Trump is a dictator and are staging this nationwide event to quote, get him out now. Another militant leftist group, BAM, claim they're fighting a fascist movement and that, quote, Trump must go by any means necessary. This is what they're going into schools and telling young people. What is your policy on immigration? Do you believe we should just open it up entirely and let everyone in and just let them walk through? Yep. Yeah. This slimy little devil up there just says, yep, yep, he's the, he's the representative for BAM, B-A-M-N. Just, yeah, let everybody just walk through. Doesn't matter. Muslim terrorists. MS-13. Doesn't matter. Just let them walk through. Rape, kill, pillage. They'll take away the liberals' way of life, though, but it's almost like the liberals want, want their own destruction. 
It's it's the way they act. It's like even though they're so self-centered and they're so um, hypocritical in nature and really only care about themselves, it's unbelievable that they would want their own lifestyle, their own way of life destroyed. Because guaranteed when the Muslims come in and subjugate you to Sharia law, you're not going to be able to live as a you know, latte, Starbucks drinking, radical liberal. And I pick Starbucks because it's the most evil establishment you could go to eat. The Starbucks goddess coffee. You shouldn't give a dime to those devils. I've done whole reports on it. I got a whole file on them, how wicked they are. They're wicked. So a Christian shouldn't be giving them a dime, is all I'm saying. And, um... That's what, you know, they're going to destroy the liberals' way of lives, and it's almost like they're begging. But you, you even see what's going on in Europe in, in, in how, with all the damage they've done. So many of the liberals are over there just still, yeah, keep the borders open. We just got to be more tolerant. We just got to come. We just, just keep giving the devil more and more of what he wants, and he'll, finally he'll get appeased. You can't ever give the devil enough. You can't ever do that. You can't ever... Did you ever see a fire that didn't get enough wood or enough fuel? Fire is, is never going to be satisfied. Like, oh, it's finally the fire got enough wood, it's going to go out by itself. That's what appeasing a Muslim, these Muslim radicals that are coming, it will never be enough until everybody's dead and all the infidels are subjugated. And then they'll just turn on each other and kill each other in the end because that's what they do in their own countries. They can't get along with themselves. They kill the they, they kill each other more than anyone else when they're when they're left to their own devices, when they're left to where you've got countries that are 99% Muslim, they'll just turn on one another. But when they're unleashed on societies where not the, where they're not the majority, well then the enemy of my enemy is my friend, so then they can maybe have a common ground until then they get to a majority and then they can turn on each other again. Why? Because they're demon-possessed vessels of Satan and they worship the moon god Allah. He's not the god of the Bible. By their fruit you shall know them. Their fruit is totally wicked and evil. And we're going to talk about, oh, well, that doesn't apply to the, the uh, more moderate Muslims. Okay, we're going to look at that in a little bit because that's a bunch of garbage as well. Literally claim, quote, the future existence of humankind is at risk if Trump stays in power. This is how unhinged these lunatics are. They want to, quote, shut down entire cities, to, quote, drive Trump out of power, to overthrow him. They openly denounce, quote, liberal tactics of electoral engagement. This group has previously been discussed by the FBI in the context of alleged links to terrorist organizations. At a rally in Sacramento last year, 10 people were hospitalized with stab wounds as a result of violence initiated by members of BAM. These are the same people who were involved in the... He's showing all this footage that's going on in the background of these, of these radical devils beating people at peaceful, like, protests. Like, the opposite side, though, like the conservative side. Just beating them, like, basically because they're not getting their way. See, the only rights that matter to a liberal are their rights. Where, whereas a, a true, like, conservative would basically respect the rights of, of everyone around them. Whereas a radical liberal will, your rights don't matter. 
You need to die if you're not going to get on board, essentially. That's how they view you. And that's how they're, they're, when they're left to their own devices, if there was no law enforcement around, and if they could kill everybody, but most of them are total cowards anyway. But if they could kill everybody, they would. That's how they work. Berkeley riots, and the riots in airports over the travel ban. Imagine Berkeley, but nationwide, in dozens of major cities, all on the same day. Imagine the case. They're showing the clip after clip after clip of them just doing the most wicked evil thing to destroy property, to beat up innocent people at these rallies, to just, I mean, I mean, we're talking, these people are the biggest stinking cowards too. I mean, they'll sucker punch you, they'll spray you with mace when you're not, I mean, they will do anything they can do. They're cowards. I mean... It, it, over and over and over, that point gets re-emphasized to me. Yes. Demonstrations are also set to take place in over 90 cities on June the 3rd to protest against Russian interference in the US election, for which there's no evidence whatsoever other than a relentless stream of hysteria. As Tucker Carlson exposed, prominent leftists are also refusing to condemn violence when asked. Endorsing violence is, that's the line, and she crossed it. Right, well, I don't know if we'd have our current president if that was the line. She has a right to say what she thinks. Is that a legitimate tactic to smash windows? That's not an effective tactic. Is it legitimate, morally legitimate? That's up to the people who organize it. So it's okay, <laughs> there are times when using violence I've in America. I've never used violence. We've never advocated I'm violence. Asking That's Tucker Carlson interviewing some devil liberal maggot that basically, you know, is, is he, he doesn't want to come out and say, eh, you know, if they, he, he, what he wants to say is, yeah, it is. They can go destroy private property that's not their own as long as it, they feel like that they need to do that to express their opinion and to advance their agenda. And they're showing all these people riding in the streets, all these liberal devils doing this. And he wants to say that, but he knows that he can't quite come out and go that far. But he, it's, it's in his heart, 100%. That's exactly what is in their heart and what they want to do. Philosophical question, and which I'm saying of answering. I can't answer every question when violence is appropriate it's or not. Every time leftists rioted and violently attacked Trump supporters, both before and after the election, the media labeled it a death. So they're showing now a Trump supporter running away from a whole bunch of people. I mean, he's totally surrounded by these liberal devils, and they get him on the ground and start gang beating him. You know, this is how cowards fight. You know, you know. 100 on 1, 10 on 1, 5 on 1, or whatever. That's how a coward fights. Demonstration. By legitimizing destructive chaos as a valid form of protest, the anti-Trump establishment media is legitimizing total anarchy. They're encouraging it. Maxine Waters, the leading voice for the impeachment of Donald Trump. Who we just heard from, that devil. Impeach, 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 impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. Is also legitimizing violent riots. She called the 1992... She's got a permanent frown on her face. I've never seen anybody with a face where, I mean, literally the bottom, the, the sides of, of her lips where her lips come together are... I mean, it is a literal permanent frown uh, crease. It's weird looking. It, it's, she's so evil. L.A. riots, an insurrection, a rightful demand for justice. More than 50 people killed, over a billion dollars in property damage. White people being targeted and murdered. 
by rioters. Because of his race, Denny was pulled from his truck and smashed in the head with a cinder block until he sustained brain damage. It was a hate crime if there ever was one. It all happened on videotape. A helicopter caught it, and it happened in Maxine Waters' city. But she did not denounce the attack. On the contrary, she all but endorsed the attack. Here's exactly what Obama would have done. It's the whole black-white race war divide and conquer narrative. You know? So she can't, she can't deny, no, no, she, she loves it, actually. So does Obama. They love that. I mean, they love this, this type of stuff, the race war. It's a situation from South Central. Drivers of automobiles and trucks that enter this area can expect to, uh, oh, look at that. Terrible. And there's no police presence down here. They will not enter the We're area. showing this white guy any get by, like, five or six black guys. And I mean, the one guy threw, like, a... Looked like the bottom of a toilet, a porcelain toilet, and it was that real famous scene from the the riots back then in L.A. Uh, I think that guy had brain damage or something afterward. That Waters is in the news every single day, calling for more insurrection. Is it any coincidence that we see which which is absolutely treasonous? I mean, what she's calling for is absolutely true. Could you imagine if, like, um. I'm trying to think of a of an example of, of this. If there was some Republican congressman, the, from the moment that Obama got in office, when he started doing unconstitutional things, and there was every right to do this, actually, for some uh, congressman, a Republican, to all to just every day incessantly be calling for for Obama's impeachment and how wicked and evil he is and all. You know, that, that guy would have been run out of Washington, D.C. in a New York minute, you know. But it's fine for this devil and all of the other liberal and all the mass media to do it all day long. It's fine because the same rules don't apply to them. The same violent race baiting being whipped up daily by the mainstream media. Police departments across the country are making large-scale purchases of plated body armor, pepper spray, batons and smoke grenades. Take Denver. Every single year since 2012, spending on riot gear has increased. Manufacturers of riot control products have also reported a huge surge in demand. They're gearing up hardcore. And again, this is evidence of what they know is coming. You know, this isn't this isn't speculation. <laughs> America right now is more armed to the teeth than probably any other, no, there's no doubt, than any other nation in the history of mankind. Just Americans in general. With the wonders that Obama did for gun sales and ammunition sales in the eight years he was in office. The, the government, both local, federal, the whole nine yards, have equally, and I'm sure to a much greater, greater even extent, have also geared up beyond belief. Because they know what's coming. For water cannons to, quote, handle large crowds and demonstrations, authorities are clearly preparing for potential disorder. People in major cities like L.A. think riots are likelier than at any time since the L.A. riots. Although violent disorder is a speciality of the left, Trump supporters could also take to the streets if they believe a coup is taking place and the blame lies firmly they really want to get that going they really want to get the conservative the trump conservative base so enraged over what they're seeing like in these videos and what all the injustice that's so obvious that i'm reporting on today 
to get us to actually start really, really going and acting out, which will really give them the excuse they're really wanting to, I believe, impose martial law. You know, and they're 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 doing this to incite the conservative base. I believe that's that's part of the reason, not the only, but it's definitely, I believe, part of the picture. The feet of the media and the deep state. They're contriving the fake news narrative that Trump is an illegitimate tyrant. They're emboldening extremist militant groups who have already used violence to... And, and while shutting down our free speech. So we can't talk, but the so the only voice you'll hear is their dumb liberal devil mouth. That's the only thing you'll hear. Okay, this is the narrative they're trying to create they don't they do not want the truth to even be uttered so it's a simultaneous push for not only their all the garbage they're trying to put out but to shut us down from talking so they're the only ones that can control the narrative shut down cities and free speech events they've set the wheels in motion for a massive nationwide confrontation a summer of rage yet one more thing to pray about and um however you see fit warn others about and this would particularly be prevalent in the big cities obviously this is where you would really really see this um going on uh so Let's go further. All right, now we're going to switch gears here. And uh, this is entitled, but it, it, this is also very much related to the subject. We've talked some about the, the Islamic issue and how this relates to it. And now we're just going to go into that further. In Ramadan massacre, the Egyptian Christians killed for refusing to renounce their faith in Jesus. Uh, as more and more details emerge concerning Friday's Ramadan attack, on these busload of Christians on a pilgrimage, it was it was it becomes evident that these twenty nine martyrs died solely because they were Christians. Listen, I don't know. I believe they were Catholics, okay, but I know one thing: <laughs> none of them renounced their faith. And I believe I would hope to think it was in Jesus. I don't want to judge them. Is the whole point here? I don't want to judge them. They literally gave their lives and would not not renounce their faith. I pray to God every one of them are in heaven. That's the whole point here. It would be, you know, what's really tragic if you had a martyr in their in their, you know, they're trusting in Saint Paul to deliver them or something or Mother Mary or whatever. That's really super mega tragic, to me. You know what I mean? And this is why Satan's created all these stinking denominations and all this other stuff to create all this confusion within christianity uh but i'm reading you the way that the the story is bringing this to us survivors of this attack that the 10 masked islamic state militants did not merely open fire I mean, these, these guys are such stinking cowards they pull a bus of christians over knowing they're going to be unarmed and then they, the victims were made to descend from the bus, asked one by one whether they were Christians before they were being, before they were shot by the assailants. According to to one of the chaplains in the group, as each pilgrim came off the bus, they were asked to renounce their faith in their Christian faith, a professed belief in Islam. But all of them, even the children, refused. Oh, man, God bless them. That's all I can say. 
Uh, each was killed in cold blood with a gunshot to the head or the throat. See, this is Islam. This is what one of my goals in this ministry is to bring about, is just to create as much awareness of this devil, black devil death cult from the pit of hell as I possibly can. Because it is the absolute antithesis of Christianity. It is the polar opposite. It is as black as to white. And I mean true Christianity. Islam is, is that. It is Satan's main tool on planet earth under a religious guise. And even under the guise of what you would call monotheism. Meaning we only worship one God. And we're going to read a lot more about that. Because they believe we're pagans. Because a Christian would believe in uh, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Or what is referred to as the Trinity. Okay, they believe we're pagans because we believe in in that concept. Okay, so that's their excuse to kill us. Believe it or not, that's one of their main excuses to kill us. And we're going to look at that later. Uh, the Bible says in Revelation two ten, "Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days." And this was the one of the. Uh, uh, to one of the churches in at the start of Revelation. This was being said to one of the, the churches in um, the start of Revelation. Uh, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. That is just what is expected of us as a Christian. To be faithful unto death. Not, well... I'm going to take the Mark of the Beast because the Left Behind series, the Tim LaHaye thing said that you could do that if you really didn't mean it. That's not being faithful unto death. I'm sorry. There's, there's no either you're all in or you're all out. That's it. You know? And I know these are really, really not fun, hard verses. But you know what? That's, this is reality. Better, better be faithful unto death than burning the lake of fire. You know? I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And there's, unfortunately, most of the pastors nowadays wouldn't even, number one, touch these scriptures. And if they did, they would sugarcoat them and say, well, you know, you know, we need to yoke up with them. We need to yoke up with the, with the pig. It's okay, as, as long as we didn't really mean it in our heart. No, that's garbage. That's, that's garbage. You're on your way to hell, man, with that mindset. You can't do that. And then the next verse, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit, capital S, Holy Spirit, saith unto the churches, he that overcometh shall not be heard, hurt of the second death. So we're more than overcomers through the Lord Jesus Christ. He that overcometh the same shall be saved. He that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. Okay. Uh, pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming on upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. So we that's something we should pray for as well. Okay. Um, but what is the second death? Okay, Revelation 20, 14. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. The second death is the lake of fire. Okay, which is where you go as a person from hell. You're judged at the great white throne judgment. All of them are guilty. There's none that, there's none that are going to get out of the great white throne judgment. All the works of your life will be laid bare. You're going to be judged guilty, and then you're going to be cast into the lake of fire. That's what the Bible says. That is the second death. Okay. Um, Revelation 21, 8. 
Now, the great white throne, or um, sorry, the judgment seat of Christ is for Christians. And I talked about that, I think, the last study of the study before that. That's not where you get cast in a lake of fire, you know. And so it says many will be saved, yet so is by fire. But those are the people that have had all their works burned up. Their, their works that they thought they were going to get rewards for in heaven, and they're all going to be burned up because they had the right, wrong motivation behind them. They were doing it maybe to be seen or whatever they were giving so they could write it off on their taxes, stuff like that. You know, they, they had some hidden agenda, some ulterior motive, their works, even the works like, well, I was doing this, but it was actually so I would be perceived as this wonderful whatever. Okay. I'm just giving some examples of how your works, I believe, that could be burned up at the great white, or at the judgment seat of Christ. But that is not the great white throne judgment. They're two totally separate things for two totally separate classes of, of people. Okay. Revelation 21 8. But the fearful and unbelieving and abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Okay? So, we don't want to be any of those things. <laughs> you know what I mean? You strive to try to be holy in, in these... Through the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not of yourself. You know? But but through through the Lord Jesus... It doesn't mean we're going to walk around in, in sinless perfection and, you know, stuff like that either. But we we should strive for... For holiness through the lord jesus christ and not of our own self not of works lest any man should boast like a lot of people in catholicism is a great example okay i'm earning my way to heaven i'm keeping the seven sacraments i'm going to confession i'm doing this a guy did the uh, catechism and i got whatever and christian is a baby and all this other garbage I, I go to mass or whatever once a week and all of those things they're doing in that religion they think is getting get, getting them a, a uh, it's like buying them buying them buying them a ticket into heaven. But even then, they believe, well, you're probably gonna have to go to purgatory and uh, you know, pay a lot of price there and then well, you got enough people saying masses for you. Enough of your loved ones say masses for you. They'll get you out of purgatory. It's not the blood of Jesus Christ that you're trusting. It's not his finished work on the cross. It's not his death, burial, and resurrection, which is what we should be trusting in. No, no, no. It's your own works in the end. And that's why that's such a dangerous devil black death cult from the pit of hell. Catholicism. You know, and that's why I fear for these people on the bus. But then again, I look at their actions and I'm like, well, you know, maybe they really did have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Maybe they, maybe they were, you know, I don't know. I don't want, that's what I mean. I don't want to judge them. I just don't want to judge them. I don't know. I'm not in their shoes. I don't want to say, oh, well, bless God. I know all those Catholic devils went straight to hell, even though they confessed Jesus. Come on. Who am I to judge that? Who, I mean, seriously? No, I'm not going to go there. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't know what was in their hearts. I pray to God. I meet every one of them in heaven, you know? I mean, I feel unworthy. I mean, I read something like that, and I'm like, like the Bible says in Hebrews, of whom the world was not worthy. See, all these martyrs dying and confessing Jesus Christ and getting their heads chopped off and their, their her heads blown off, tortured all this stuff. Who am I to judge them? Like, I'm so much better? Give me a break. If I got what I deserved, I'd get death and hell. 
So it's very, very hard for me to look at that and to look at look at the the fruit of their actions and look at how they all did that. And for me to come in there in some kind of hypocritical, condescending way and said, well, just because they were whatever Catholic, they couldn't have been saved. No, 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 I'm not going to go there. I'm just not. I don't know what's in their heart. God bless everyone. I, I, it's horrible. I, I, I don't want to like dwell on it too much. I'll start bawling in the middle of the broadcast. It's horrible. Here's another one. Um, this was, this is just all stuff that's happened about in the last ooh, 45 days. Uh, why Christians are being slaughtered in Egypt. And here is a picture. You'll see it in, in the PDF for this teaching for uh, May 29, 2017. Women crying during a funeral for those killed in the Palm Sunday church attacks. Um, you can see them just wailing and we, it's just horrible. And um, I'm trying to get this picture right on here because I messed it up a little bit. Anyway, um, on Palm Sunday, which starts the week of Easter, two Christian churches were bombed during Mass in Egypt. And again, probably some kind of, I don't know if it's Orthodox, Coptic, I don't know. Catholic, I don't know. All I know is they have to really pay for their faith over there, man. I mean, it costs them something to even have the veneer or label. Because Muslim Islam don't care if you're if you're literally truly a real, like, one hundred percent right on target practicing Christian, or whether you're a Coptic Christian, which has, you know, I don't even know how many. I mean, they've got their own pope, or Orthodox, or or Catholics. I, I don't know. But again, I don't want to judge what's in their heart. That's between them and God. You know, and maybe God comes to these people at the very end and says, gives them a peace and says, Jesus, I'm here. Confess me before men. Do not deny me. And they go to, I don't know. That could happen in the last minute. I don't know. Maybe it does. Lord have mercy. I hope it does. If up until that point they hadn't actually figured it all out is all I'm saying. Because I'm telling you, man, you got a gun to your head. That's rubber meet the road territory. And I'm just not going to put myself in a position where I judge them. I can't do it. You know? Um, anyway, uh, two Christian churches were bombed during mass in Egypt, leaving at least 50 worshipers dead and 130 injured or mutilated. Graphic images and videos in the aftermath here. I don't advise you watch it, but there is a link to it. Less than four months earlier, around Christmas, another Christian church was bombed in Egypt, leaving 27 worshipers, mostly women and children, dead. Oh, aren't they brave? Isn't ISIS so brave? Wow, they're such, they're so masculine and brave and courageous, killing women and children in, in these sneak attack bomb bombings. Man, I'll tell you, salt of the earth, I'll tell you. On New Year's Day, 2011, yet another Egyptian church was bombed, leaving 23 worshippers dead. They, they, they kill hundreds of thousands every year. Islam. Hundreds of thousands every year. Okay, so, but see, that's what the Quran tells them to do. It's not that this is, oh, these are just the rat, it, okay, yeah, they're, but hold on, they're the ones that are being fundamental to Islam. Islam says behead the infidel. It says slay the infidel. It says take not the Jew or the Christian for your friend. It, it, it says all of that. That's like, I mean, they're just practicing their religion 
in a fundamental way, like a fundamental Christian, would be a Christian that practices Christianity uh, in a way that adheres to the Bible, whereas a liberal Christian would be like the lukewarm version of the Rick Warren church type of stuff. And they're just willy-nilly type of deal. They're just being true to their faith. And isn't that what we're seeing more and more and more and more of with all of the rising of radical, the most radical elements of Islam? They're just being fundamental to the faith. Their faith. Their black devil death cult. That's all they're doing. In 2013, almost 70 Christian churches in Egypt were attacked, many burned to the ground by Muslim Brotherhood supporters. Then there are the many lesser attacks, quote, lesser attacks on Egyptian churches, like botched bombing attempts, hate-filled graffiti, angry mob uprisings that are so every day as to receive virtually no media coverage in the West. Why? Because the West is what has fueled, and I mean our governments, the wicked governments of the West have fueled and enabled and created the most radical elements of Islam and turned them loose to kill as many Christians as possible in innocence and to destabilize the regions so that we can insert our own more even radicalized puppet, puppet dictators in there and control those regions and control the resources from those regions and spread as much death and misery as we can through things like depleted uranium that we tip the ballistics with in those wars, which not only affects their population, but our, our troops that come back totally damaged, post-traumatic stress disorder, vaccinated to the gills with only God knows what, so that we can take the oil from those regions and control it, and that we can guard the poppy fields and control the opium that's coming out of there so that we can infect populations around the world including america with the most heinous drugs and get people addicted to these things so that they, they could care less about whatever but just getting their next fix whatever that may be and get them demon possessed of the gills knowing satan knowing that those people are most likely never going to be saved because they're so whacked out of their mind and so demon possessed that's probably not even an option all of this is by design all of this is tied together what i talk about whenever i do audios it's all tied together it's all related every bit of it everything we're talking about today has some interlinking with one another it's so wicked one only need to listen to the words and teachings of some of egypt's muslim preachers to understand why egypt's christians who are increasingly being slaughtered and their churches are constantly under attack take amid al naquib for instance he has studied in the best Islamic madrasas, including Al-Azhar, my, my favorite one, actually, yeah, no, just kidding, authored numerous books on doctrine, received awards and decorations for his academic achievements. I wonder if he's going to take those, will he be able to take all those academic achievements and trophies or whatever he's got to hell? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, is there, are there trophy cases in hell? That's a question we all need to ask ourselves right now. Are there trophy cases in hell? for all the islamic imams and sheiks and all the other guys that have done you know their stuff they, they can take their little trinkets down to hell and kind of marvel at them as they burn over and over in hell i, I don't know I, I doubt it but um sorry uh and he regularly appears on television in one video he appears discussing an earlier islamic mob attack on a church in egypt citing 
revered Islamic texts, including the Quran, Dr. Nequib explained that the open display of shirk, which is the greatest sin in Islam, shirk, okay, now, now this isn't to be confused with Shrek, that Disney show with the Shrek guy, that devil, anyway, no, shirk is the greatest sin in Islam associating someone else with God, which the Quran accuses Christians of via the Trinity, yeah, the Trinity, they have a, Satan must have a real problem with the Trinity, evidently, because Islam sure does, because you understand that is the whole basis for why they believe they can behead you as a Christian, and take the women and turn them into sex slaves as a Christian, and and mutilate them, and kill them, and torture them, the infidels, that is the basis for why they do what they do, about the trinity okay so good to know because that is their basis in other words as we went on to make perfectly clear in the remainder of the video it is not wrong when muslims attack christian churches far from it but it has to be done when christians are allowed to flaunt their shirk or blasphemies in other words meaning Oh, there's this church, and they're, they're, they acknowledge the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're flaunting their shirk, their blasphemies. Therefore, we have a right as a demon-possessed vessel of Satan, Muslim, to go in there and bomb all of the women and the children and the men and, and just create as much evil and havoc and carnage as possible because Allah has given us sanction to do this. This is how sick and twisted these devils are. In this, in this neat, it, it, don't they have such a neat, neat religion? I'll tell you, it's the fun just never ends with Islam. I'll tell you, especially when the church is near a Muslim church. Do you know how many Muslims are in Europe? Now, I'm not saying they're not doing what they're doing in, in Europe, but it's going to get exponentially worse. And in America, that are that are just seething by the fact that they have their their Islamic mosques, and that there's Christian churches around them. And almost even lukewarm Christian churches. I don't know about Unitarians, but even lukewarm Christian churches, even like Lutherans and Presbyterians and Methodists are going to acknowledge the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's all they need. They don't care if you're a true, hardcore, born-again Christian. I don't know if hardcore is the, the, the word I should use, but you know, a true Bible believer in Christ, they don't care. All they need to know is if your church, which would include, I would say, gotta be 99% of the even pseudo-Christian denominations believe in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You're fair game, dude. You're fair game. They're just waiting until they get the green light. And they're doing Allah's will by killing you and your family. They're doing a good thing. They're slaying the infidel. They're bringing the infidel into subjection where they need to be and killing them. This is how sick these devils are. This is what they're taught. This is Islam. 
this is what you know when i hear interviews about islam on like mainstream media or radio and stuff though this stuff doesn't get broached enough there's no to me there's no moderate islam that's a joke i'm gonna talk about that in a second so all, all those are, are are either liars or, or lukewarm, and they will get with the program. How many times have you ever seen radical Islam move into a country like, let's say, Europe right now? Well, where are all the moderate Islams pushing back against the radical? No. You know what they're doing? They're all falling in line. Exactly like I said they were going to do, because that's what they do in every single country. All those supposed moderate Islamic people do is get in line and all they do is act as a cover for the more radical elements until they have enough numbers, until they have enough power, until they have enough weaponry to totally take over. That's what they do. That's what they're there for. They're a cover. They're window dressing. There's a quote. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to this because there's a quote that I want to read you. 70% of moderate, moderate Muslims... Breed, raise, shelter, and support the other 30% of radical Muslims. Who said that? Philip Haney, former Department of Homeland Security official. He even knew that. That's what they're there for. They're there for cover. They're there to put, oh, this is our best face forward. We're moderate. We, we don't have any ill will toward you. We're a religion of peace. All the while, they're breeding, raising, sheltering, and supporting the other 30% of radical Muslims. And they will, even if they don't like what they're doing, they will all fall in line, or they will come under the sword. Which does not happen, if you notice. How many Muslims do you see getting killed for that? I mean, maybe there's a lot. I don't know. I doubt it. Remember, like I've said before, at the end of the day, they're all praying to the same devil God. It's the same devil they're praying to. So don't tell me that they're so different. I don't believe it. Deep down, they still got the same devils coursing through their veins, essentially. That the more radical elements do, just the more radical ones are more hardcore about it. They're, more, they're being more fundamental in their faith. Maybe they have a higher level of demonic possession. But the moderate ones will fall in line. They'll have to. They'll have no choice. Even if they don't like it. They're not going to do anything to resist it. Where are the masses of Muslims protesting all of this All of this unbelievable... No, deep down so many of them love it. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what they said. Was gonna, this is exactly what happens in every country we do this thing. <laughs> then we can really start showing our true colors. Oh, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk. I'm, I'm just going to skip ahead a little bit here. here what, what do they do? Three phases of Muslim immigration. Phase one, they're few in number. They're, they, they're the oppressed Islam. Oh, that's how they are here now in America. They play the victim. Of course, they're not like that in Dearborn, Michigan. Places like that where they're ba basically taken over. We're going to look at that too. They play the victim. They claim Islamophobia. I tell you what, if I was president of this country, there'd be none. I'd get them all out. I would. I would. I would not let them be here. That is a cancer. This is a death cult cancer on whatever country they're in. Look at the fruit. And they 
um, they're more tolerant of others in that phase. Yeah, they play the victim card. Then phase two, they're a larger minority. Um, they're the they they become the indignant Islam. And then they start threatening. And then they demand Sharia law because we're like these demon-possessed babies and we got to have it our... They're just like the liberals in that regard. We got to have it our way now. We want our Burger King, devil, death cult, Islamic religion, and we want it now. And if we if you don't give it to us, we're going to start killing people and raping and doing whatever we got to do to prove our point. And the world government says, okay, we'll give you more of what you want. We No, nobody say a word. Terrorist bombing, everybody shut their mouth. This is all our collective faults because we weren't giving them enough of what these little demonically possessed baby maggots from the pit of hell wanted. We weren't giving them enough of what they wanted. It's basically what's going on. I'm just sugarcoating it a lot more, sorry. They, they demand Sharia law. And then they become intolerant of infidels. That's phase two. Now, that's already fully in effect in certain regions of America. I'm just using America as a... Because you can kind of see all three phases. I don't know if you can see phase three. You probably couldn't. Dearborn, Michigan. Phase three. Clear majority. Um, I'm pretty sure Dearborn and one other... Is, is a clear majority of Islam. Dominant Islam. It becomes militant, strict Sharia, excuse me, strict Sharia law, kill and subdue all infidels. How do they get there? They breed. What are the moderate ones for? What are the window dressing? They establish a beachhead. Hey, I got a Muslim that lives next to me. He's not a bad guy. We, we you know, went out for a beer or whatever. He seems like a good dude. He, He's, he's not whatever. He's not like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you really can trust him. Like, you know, uh-huh. You know who he's praying to? Sorry, dude. You don't know what you're dealing with. You don't know what's in a person's heart. And trust me, Allah, for Islam, they take their religion very seriously. And even if somebody is a supposed moderate, they're going to get on board. They breed to create a larger Islamic population and they shelter the Islamists. That's what they do. That's that's what they, they, you know. Let me read you that quote again. The 70% of moderate Muslims breed, raise, shelter, and support the other 30% of radical Muslims. That's the plan. That's what they do. For 1,400 years, this pattern that I just said you, the phase one, phase two, phase three, and it's a very simplified pattern. I've went into where we've broke it down even further, into further phases. Like, okay, when they get to 5% of the population, they do this. So you can, you can be a lot more complicated with this. It's not quite this cookie cutter. But for 1,400 years, this pattern hasn't changed. Moderates are irrelevant. They'll all fall in line, and they're all part of the deception. So that's what I like to remind people of, these facts about Islam. And they're all facts that are firmly entrenched and part of their religion, that cannot be debated 
and you know can't be debated okay so let's go back to the report then there's dr yasser burhami the face of egypt's salafi movement who is as well credentialed and prolific as the man we previously talked about. He's on record saying that although a Muslim man is permitted to marry a Christian or a Jew, this is a good one, he must make sure he still hates them in his heart. Honey, will you marry me? Even though I will always hate you in my heart. How romantic. I mean, wow. I've heard of like a dozen or a dozen roses and a heart-shaped box of chocolates but that's not near as romantic as always knowing your muslim spouse will hate you in his heart with 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 a perfect hatred i mean come on it doesn't get i mean that's that's hallmark material they should make like a hallmark movie about that you know honey i'll always hate you in my heart oh he's so romantic this time of year when ramadan comes around I mean, this is insane. Total insanity. But then again, you know, like, you know, you go to the dancing boys of Afghanistan and, and the, their chai tea boys in Pakistan and how they have sex with little boys, which is rare. Where really Islam, I, I really believe, is at its purest there. You know, and, and you view the way they view sexuality, you know, and it's like, man, you guys are the sickest you, you would make a lot of pedophiles, just outright pedophiles blush with the garbage you do as a matter of course, as a matter of just this is standard operating procedure. We're not ashamed of it one bit. We're not even going to try to hide it. We're not going to do it in the... Sh- they, they're, they're, they're very open about it in Pakistan and Afghanistan. And an American go over there and try to talk to him about it or try to rebuke him about it. And they, and they look at them with this disdain. And I'm talking about the police chiefs. I've, I've reported on this before. Where they look on, on them like you infidel dog with disdain. How dare you say I can't rape this little boy and keep him as my little sex slave, my chai tea boy. Like, and, and with this look of like you're so idiotic and stupid at the same time. Like how dare you infidel dog. How dare you say I can't enter into a, into a uh, temporary marriage with a three year old. And raper, like I told a Khomeini used to do with, with, I've reported on that before. Go into some good Muslim's house. And, oh, here, here, here's my daughter. Have her for the night. And here's screaming in the next bedroom. His three-year-old daughter, you know, as Ayatollah Khomeini has his way with her. And, um, you know, evidently no problem from good old pops over there. And mom. They're cheering him on. You know. And I told him, and he emerges the next day, you know, after he's defiled this poor little three-year-old girl. And then the temporary marriage is, is dissolved. That's also part. And then the genital mutilation, the mutilation of, of the little ones as well. Three-year-olds. I, I mean, with razor blades. And if you're lucky, you'll get a brand new one. you got to pay extra for that. I'm not lying. I am not lying. It is so evil and wicked and sick and twisted what they do as a matter of course, as a matter of just normal behavior, and yet they have the stinking audacity to come and judge anyone, much less a Christian, anyone, and and to try to impose their demonic devil death cult on me? No, no, no. 
That's not happening. Never. It is pure evil and I will fight it to my dying breath. But this, I'm not sugarcoating it. This is what they do. I'm just quoting you from their greatest teachers here of the day. How they look at things. How sick and twisted they are. <laughs> he must always show that he hates them in his heart. Even though he marries a Christian or Jewish woman. Because they are infidels. Otherwise he risks compromising his Islam. Because it's all about his relationship with his demonic devil moon god Allah. Okay. Even the so-called moderate Islamic institutions, such as Al-Alzar Dar al-Lifti, issued a fatwa on August 2009, likening the building of a church to that of a nightclub, a gambling casino, or building a barn for rearing pigs, cats, or dogs, because cats, dogs, and pigs are all banned in Islam. They all need to be killed. They'll go in and they'll kill the whole population of cats and dogs in a town. And, and pigs. Okay. And they can't have nightclubs or gambling casinos. And they liken a church to that of the same. But it's okay to rape little boys. And rape goats, too. I forgot about that one. Yeah, they, they have their way with farm animals, too. I'm not lying. They do. I'm not going to sugarcoat any of this. Read too many first-hand accounts. Too many accounts of their religion. These people are savages. And I'm not going to apologize for them. Look at the fruit every single day you're seeing now. Increasingly. And the media's response is, keep your mouth shut. You're the problem. You provoked them. This is your fault. It ain't my fault. I've tried to expose it as much as I can do. With what little platform that I've got. I'm not going to take the blame on this one. I am a flawed human individual. I will be the first to admit that. But I am not responsible for this garbage. This is on them. Muslims are taught that building churches is worse than building bars and brothels. For those churches symbolize infidelity. Meaning they're worshipping, um, we're pagans because we believe in the Trinity. A Christian. I'm, I'm telling you, that's ground zero for why they believe they can do to us what they do to us as Christians. The Trinity, that's it. Whereas these bars and brothels represent immorality. So see, the churches represent infidelity. We're, we're, being, we're not being, um, we don't have fidelity toward God because they worship one God. They're, they're the only true monotheistic religion. In their own eyes, I believe they think that. Whereas, we're pagans because we worship three gods. That's how they're looking at it, the Trinity. Three in one. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. This is the whole premise for what they do. Hence, after why after the fatal December 11th, 2016 church bombing that left 27 dead... Everyday Muslims wrote things like this. God bless the person who did this blessed act on social media. Can you imagine if a Christian went into a mosque 
and killed 27 Muslims. And then there were other Christians up on Facebook saying, God bless the person who did this blessed act. Can you imagine the media reaction? But yet, this is fine to put up on Facebook. No problemo. All good, man. Thumbs up. No double standard here. One average-looking Muslim woman appears in the streets of Egypt jubilantly celebrating the massacre. There's a video of it here. She triumphantly yells, Allah Akbar, and says, Our beloved Prophet Muhammad is paying you infidel Christians back for rejecting Tawid, which must be proclaimed in every corner of Egypt. I don't even know what that is. It's probably their doctrine. Yeah, lady, when you're burning in hell, you're not going to be going around hell with a placard sign saying that and screaming it in hell, I guarantee it. Not going to happen. Pray to God those that can be saved would. I truly do. But I'm telling you, this is a special kind of demon possession here. When you can do that. When you can... <laughs> when you have absolutely zero empathy for humanity. None. Let them all die and burn the infidels. Can you imagine? Wow. Uh, man, you got to be pretty far gone. You know, you're gone on a level. I, I'm sorry, I, I can't really quite comprehend. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but man, you are, you're extra special evil. You're demon possessed of the toenails. One could go on and on with examples of Muslim clerics and institutions inciting with absolute impunity, even against Christians in their churches in Egypt. Okay, I'm way over time on this part, so I am going to go to part three next. God bless you, and we'll see you in part three.